This is the Black and Blue Report, presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. Now, from Studio B or wherever the Saints and Pelicans might be, here's Chris True. Welcome to another episode of True to the Game on Black and Blue Report. I'm your host, Chris True. They're letting me take over again, y'all. I'm going to hang out with one of my comedian friends. We're going to preview tomorrow night's game against the Milwaukee Bucks. This is Ryan Mason, a working comic, a really good dude who is a big fan of a team that I think is a lot of fun and we have some things kind of in common with. So thanks for listening. I'll see you at the Smoothie King Center. Check out the episode with Ryan Mason, fan of the Milwaukee Bucks. Ryan, Welcome to the show, and kind of welcome to New Orleans. Yeah, good to be here. Have you have you actually been to New Orleans before? I have. I went to New Orleans with my wife like one time, and we did like the stereotypical uh, kind of tourism New Orleans thing. We also did like some ghost tours and stuff because my wife is like really into ghosts. So New Orleans was like a great fit for us. Hey, I love that. You know, one thing about New Orleans I always tell people is you actually want to do the, you know, the quote-unquote touristy things here. It's like cuz it's, it's it's usually pretty good and it's a tourist town. So, uh good on you. Now, your squad, the Milwaukee Bucks are coming into New Orleans tomorrow night to uh to to, to play to play the Pelicans and I want to do a little preview of that game with you, but I think that there's 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 something very special about these two teams. I think most notably your your centerpiece, your superstar, has a weird connection to New Orleans. Can you tell me a little bit more about this? Uh yeah, like I think that I think Giannis is one of the things that he's known for is just like that he's this kind of wide eyed, like young, impressionable, like bubbly person. And one of the things when he got drafted that was uh all over the internet was that he's tried smoothies for the first time, which sounds incredible, right? Like to be able to live your entire life. And then at some point, somebody just hands you a blended sugary drink and you try it for the first time. It would be, I mean, that would be pretty eye opening. I assume. Yeah. It's like, but it's like, he, Oh, this like, is strawberries. Trying smoothies. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine like living your whole life and then getting to America and all these things are out there for you to try. And the thing that he really stuck, you know, stuck with was smoothies. So I think I feel like in a way it's his homecoming, you know, coming to New Orleans and the Smoothie King Center where he gets to, you know, tread in the in the place where where truly smoothies are most respected. Yeah, I think I, I, I'm grateful you used the word respect there because it's definitely a big thing for us. We want to respect the smoothie. All right. You for sure. Want I to think respect. that's right. Yeah, I think I like that. So, Ryan, do you remember what the actual quote was from Giannis? Was it just like a was it just like a gleeful, playful, like "Oh my God, I love smoothies"? Or was there a specific quote that there y'all remember? There was a video of him, like where he was um, almost like introducing himself and saying, "Like, okay, now I'm in America. I'm trying American things." And he tried a smoothie, and then he kind of like let the audience know what smoothies taste like, which I think is so incredible because because. If somebody was like, okay, I'm going to do a food video and let's try a new thing and let people know. I think most people in like America would be like, yeah, I've tried a smoothie before. But Giannis is so likable and endearing that people are like fully on board. They're like, let's try more smoothies. If you look at, if you like search on Twitter, Giannis and smoothies, there are people still today that'll like show up to the games and like raise a smoothie high, you know, in honor of the greatest basketball player to be in the city since you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So, and that's the thing. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar probably never had somebody raise a smoothie to him. So I guess he's got that on him. 
Yeah, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar probably has had a few smoothies in his day, though, right? That's that's true. He's like a vegan and like is all about health. I think that's the other thing I worry about is like if Giannis goes down there and like he bolts up, and then someday the the Pelicans want to make a trade for him, he might say like that's a destination for me. You know, it's a health-conscious uh, organization. Their whole building's named after a smoothie. You know, I can probably get a smoothie out of you know the snap of a fingers. You know, so I worry that I hope he doesn't spend too much time in the Smoothie King Center. You know, and get too uh, too locked into that New Orleans smoothie culture. I really love the idea of the team going through, you know, doing walkthroughs or shoot around earlier in the day, and Giannis is being completely distracted by the presence of a Smoothie King inside the arena. I believe it's right outside section 101, 102, I believe. But uh, You think, you think, you know, Chris. Just don't act like you don't. Hey, come on. I'm trying to play it cool over here, Ryan. I don't want people to know <laughs> how much I actually know about Smoothie King. I'm born and raised in New Orleans. I know all about this, this this company, but I'm trying to play it cool. All right, man, help me out here. Yeah, be, pri- be proud, man. Be proud. Well, I'm going to be sitting behind the Milwaukee Bucks bench uh, tomorrow night, and so I, you know, I might just – I might be yelling at smoothie ingredients, you know, while Giannis is 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 resting, uh, and 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 not not in hopes of distracting him from the from the game itself, but just planting that seed, you know. Like I'm putting, you know, if 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 Giannis if, if Giannis, uh, you know, loving New Orleans if, 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 is a smoothie, and I gotta put the ice in the blender, so to speak. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think so. That's gotta be tough though for you. I mean, a guy with a huge beard, you're drinking a smoothie. You'd be that could uh, end up in your beard for like weeks. You know, I don't know how often you're, you know, shampooing and conditioning that thing, but I'm just saying, be careful. Well, I shampoo condition it every other day, Ryan, and also I use a little thing called <laughs> straws, so I'm good to go unless unless I get so that's excited. What, that's what the fans want to know. Yeah, the fans want to know what kind of straws are, are going down at the Smoothie King Center. I'll tell you right now, standard length red straws. That's what is happening. <laughs> Now I'm not done with this. I I could actually probably talk for hours about Giannis and smoothies, and I I I think we have a little bit more mileage out of this one right now. But I want to know what do you think is the ultimate Giannis smoothie? Like if there was going to be a Giannis smoothie, like what would be in that? What, what, I think would like it part be of Greek it's just food? the production of the smoothie. You got to have something Greek in there, like Greek yogurt. You know, you can't go with like olive or pita or anything like that. But you got to have like Greek yogurt and honey, but you got to put something Milwaukee in it, though, too, or Wisconsin. So Wisconsin's like the number one producer of cranberries. So maybe like a maybe like a cranberry and Greek yogurt would just kind of be the most like Wisconsin Greekified kind of smoothie. Wait, you hold know, on a second. If it was Milwaukee, there'd probably be you know some sort of beer type of thing, but I don't think beer and smoothies go together, which yeah. is the real tragedy here. Wait, Ryan, I have hold on. This 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 is huge. We're we're learning a lot today on the Black and Blue Report. Did you just say that cranberries like more cranberries are made in Milwaukee than anywhere else? In the state of Wisconsin. Oh, the state of Wisconsin is actually the cranberry. That's right. That's right. Don't you forget it. I cranberry holiday to I love a good weird state food fact and you know all y'all listen oh, to this yeah. right now. First of all, very grateful that you're tuning in. We appreciate it. But second of all, Hey, you just learned you just learned a really nice fun fact. You knew about cheese and sausages already and beer. Now you know about cranberry. This Giannis smoothie is is kind of taking off a little bit. So we got Greek yogurt, we got cranberry. <laughs> I'm a, I'm, I'm going to be weird. I'm I'm going to throw a weird wild card in here. I I want to maybe throw some blue cheese in there. Oh man, I don't know. It's cheese though, so people up here would probably just go for it. They probably dip it, you know, dip pretzels in it or something. That's a very like Milwaukee thing to do. You know, just take the straw out completely and turn it into a dip. 
that that's very Wisconsin. Any way you can get more dairy into your body is just part of the process here. Well, I I love that. I really love the idea of the Giannis smoothie. I I hope that he has a good time in New Orleans. Um, I hope that I I I wonder the the over under on how many smoothies Giannis is going to have over during his time in New Orleans. I'm going to set it at uh, at three and a half. Are you taking the over or the under on this, Ryan? I would take the over. I think like you play it like, is he going to have more smoothies or turnovers? And I just I hope it's smoothies. Yeah, I yeah more smoothies or turnovers. That's it. That's pretty good. I like that. I like that. I I I think that we should have like a smoothie counter in uh or in in the Smoothie King Center for for Giannis. Or maybe actually, I want to talk a little bit more about the Bucks social media team. I know y'all are doing some cool stuff over there. Your your team is doing some cool stuff, and I I, I hope that they are inspired by Giannis and his love of smoothies in the Smoothie King Center. But let's talk about other things that your team is doing that is. That, that you are a fan of because one of the things that we explore on this show is is what the fan base is being exposed to and what they're what, what they're getting to experience you sure. know in other markets so what what is what is it like being a Milwaukee Bucks fan uh, I think it's probably the most exciting time I can remember you know being a Milwaukee Bucks fan since like the Ray Allen days you know the big three you know, was uh, big dog Glenn Robinson Sam Cassell and Ray Allen and, you know, those are exciting times, but we have to have a legit superstar here now. So there's lots of things to talk about. And like every day with social media, there's something new coming out, whether it's, you know, Giannis uh, signing his Nike contract, uh, being put on some of those throwback posters that we all remember from back in the 90s. I think they mocked up some of him, um, you know, as Charles Barkley playing against Godzilla. That brought back a lot of memories for me. Um, so there's just new stuff like to have an actual superstar. When I was growing up, it was like, oh, you're a Bucks fan. You realize there's a team 90 miles from you where this guy Michael Jordan plays, and he's very good at basketball. Um, and then you'd have to defend, you know, the players that you loved. So it's nice to be like on top of that, and especially as you know, feeling that little kid syndrome to your big brother to the south. Um, I feel like we definitely have it over on Chicago. Yeah, I think that's probably a, a pretty underrated underrated thing, how close Milwaukee and Chicago is. I mean, oh, that, yeah, that's, that's, an sure. hour, I mean that's an hour ride, drive, right? Bus drive. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it is a rivalry, I think, at least with those two teams now and over these past couple of years because we're actually seeing them in the playoffs, um, you know, building a little bit of that rapport. Jimmy Butler playing for – uh, Chicago for so long before he was, uh, you know, eventually left for the Timberwolves made the rivalry, I think, even better because he was a graduate of Marquette, which is here in Milwaukee. But, you know, there's lots of stuff for the Bucks fans to be excited about, too. The new G League team, the fact that we have a full dedicated G League team in Wisconsin is super cool. I think that's really awesome. You can watch, like, player development. Um, you know, I was just making plans with my with my boys to go up to the Fox Valley of Wisconsin you know, try and sit as close as we can to watch a G League game on a Saturday night. And, like, that's something that we never would have had the chance to do. I love that. I love that. What is the name of the G League team? It's the, the Wisconsin Herd. Herd. Right? Oh, like, so, man. But, yeah, like a deer herd, I guess. Look, I love I love a good G League name that is just, like, a cousin to the primary franchise name. I think it's yeah, – right? I, I, I love that. I guess the Pelicans uh, ever ever did this. Maybe you know I don't know if we would go with uh, with a flock or. Um, well, I, back in the day, Milwaukee used to even have there was some form of a uh, like a women's team too that was called the Doe's. So there was talk about like 
should Milwaukee be in the market for a WNBA team? You know, so you have the the Bucks, the Doe's, and then you know it it gets really like down the line. Like, how many iterations of beer can we possibly come up with? You know, for I mean, and for really a mascot that's not that you know uh, scary. It's like I don't know anybody that like sees a deer and is immediately struck with fear. But you know, we fear the deer. Like we throw that up on social media. Like people should be you know really scared of deer. <laughs> Well, I I I love I I'm in full support of of the Milwaukee Does of the of the Wisconsin herd Milwaukee Bucks. I I think that y- your team's brand and overall vibe is a lot of fun. And as you know, at, my team is in the Western Conference. We see you twice a year. I see you in person once a year. So it's hard to develop any sort of real rivalry here. So it's able to uh, you know I'm able to kind of like sit back and just have some fun with it and. And 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 give props where props deserve. I think your I think your team does some really fun stuff. Now, now I actually want to oh, talk yeah. about. I mean, it would be cool if they even extrapolated it further. I mean, if there was a little kids team, you'd probably have like the Bambies. You know, if there was like an elderly team, the Citizens League, they could be, you know, the venison sausage. You know, just like every part of the life cycle of a deer. Ryan, you are like my Milwaukee brother. You heard like I I I have those same thoughts and and feelings about things down here all the time. I want to. Uh, I, I love that. Do, you, do y'all not have a senior dance team in Milwaukee? Because we actually have we a have senior dance team of, here. For sure, like those halftime squads of the you know elderly folks that come out there. I don't know the name of that that team though, but they definitely go out and do their thing. I love that. So let's let's talk about mascots a little bit more. The name of your mascot is is it banjo? It's Bango. Ba- Thank you ba- very much. Oh, Bango. A bang- is it? Wait, I'm Bango sorry. was his name though. Okay, got it, got it. Okay, and still is. Oh yeah, and it still is. Yeah, he, he kept it. <laughs> he, he yeah he kept his name. Great. So so let's let's talk a little bit bingo versus Pierre because I think we have two really dynamite high octane mascots. Um, I'll tell you right now, uh, Pierre the Pelican very consistently hits blind half court shots before games. Uh, does your mascot wow. do that? Yeah, so Bango, like, I think what he was most known for over the past couple of years was just doing these dunks where he would jump from, like, almost like WWE or, like, wrestling-style dunks, like, off of ladders and things like that. If you go onto social media and look at their Instagram, they'll probably have some of those up. And Bango's a good Instagram follow. I will say that. Bango's a solid Instagram follow. But he's always, you know, doing these just, like, crazy dunks um, but I think they've moved on to a new, you know, uh, I guess, athlete or person inside the Bango uh, moniker or inside the Bango pers- uh, mascot. Um, so they're doing more of that, you know, shooting those shots, getting people hyped up, firing T-shirt guns at close range, just, uh, you know, keeping things light. Who do you think would win in a one-on-one contest, which this should probably happen at All-Star Weekend, by the way. This is a free idea, NBA, free idea. Have Have an actual mascot basketball game. Uh, who do you think would win one-on-one your guy versus ours? A deer I I versus like a pelican. Does Pierre have hands? Pierre like, has Pierre hands. Have, like, fingers and hands? Sure does, my dude. He has, just like a real pelican, has hands. I don't know he if you know that. Yeah, real pe- pelicans, like pelicans have hands. I feel like slowed down by his beak, you know? Like, he's got that beak filled with fish, and he's just kind of... Maybe sluggish from all the fish. Well, Ryan, he, you know, he would, he would eat the fish before the like game. November, it's hunting season up here. It's deer season. So he's always like, you know, he's looking every which way. Like he's, 
he's ready, you know, at all times. So I gotta, I gotta give it to Bango. Well, I think I think Pierre's post up game is underrated. To be honest, I think it's very underrated. I think it might be hard to shoot over the horns, uh, you know, the the, the horns of Bango. But I think that uh, sure. keep in mind, Pierre can fly. He can. They're called antlers, Chris. They're called antlers. Oh my bad. What do they call them? Horns. Horns. Yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. Horns are for cars. Antlers. Antlers. <laughs> is that? Yeah, I I screwed that up. We're gonna we're not gonna edit that out because I want to I want to face the music on that one. All I just... people to know and learn about deer as well. You know. Antler, it's a good. Like, is, is there any antler imagery in the arena? Is, that, is like, do people go to the games wearing antlers? Because if they don't, uh, yeah, they should. People will throw like their hands on the top of their head to be like, you know, to show that they have antlers or whatever. Do to or like with the Milwaukee or I'm sorry, the Wisconsin herds, the ant- antlers actually uh, spell a W, I believe. Um, so that's like part of the imagery as well. Uh, I think the same goes for the for the fox too that a lot of their imagery has like a deer and the antlers actually if you look close enough it's like an m kind of almost nuanced in the in where the horns are which i think is kind of a throwback to like the milwaukee brewers logo the old milwaukee brewers logo the ball and glove which if people don't know is actually an m and a b um so i don't know is that is that is that cool that sounds like really dorky to point that out i think it's really cool you know i'll, I'll give you a cool one on our side i don't know if it's as cool but it's in the same neighborhood and the new Orleans pelicans logo people don't only people realize that the ball the ball that that's uh that's on the logo has a crescent moon inside the ball as in the crescent city it's very subtle but that's a crescent moon um for for new orleans so that's there you cool. go ryan I mean, like any way you can get a little more of like that local flavor into it you know into the game and into the people you know had as they go there i think people identify with that especially for for like our fans you, i feel like new orleans and milwaukee are probably similar that you're one city in a state that's really really big and somebody in another part of you know louisiana might not necessarily identify with that city but maybe they can still identify with the team if they you know see all these different things that are part of the tradition you know that's that's cool yeah, totally. I agree. It's very smart, and I think it's necessary to do those kinds of things. And I think we are for sure seeing that down here in the South with the Pelicans becoming more of Louisiana team, Louisiana's team, and and even like the, the Gulf Coast team. So and I think the name Pelicans helps out a lot want. with that. Because like, who would be like? Nobody wants to, you know, go all the way for like Oklahoma City or things like that. You know, you have your own tradition there. I also think like having a an identity of like those two big, you know with Boogie and Anthony Davis, like that's a real identity that people can, can like associate with New Orleans, you know, which is, which is pretty cool. You just got to teach one of them to play the trumpet or something. <laughs> I I love that. Ryan, thank you so much for being on this week's episode of true to the game. Before we, before we call this, uh, call this to a close, any predictions for the game tomorrow night? I know it's, it's hard to say, but is there, is there anything you're looking to see happen from your squad? Anything that you're particularly afraid of from my squad? I want to see, I, I guess, I like the Pelicans. I don't feel like I have to, you know, be afraid or, you know, competitive. I just want to see, like, an awesome game with two of the most athletic stars in the whole NBA. Like, I, what I want to see is, you know, uh, Anthony Davis chase down block followed by a Giannis chase down block and maybe they take four steps to traverse the whole court in the span of, you know, two seconds or whatever. Like, I feel like those guys can get up and down and it's going to be that kind of game where they're playing above the rim and they're flying all over the court. Like, that's the kind of thing I want to see. You know, just them out and running uh, and, and doing some fantastic things. Plus, you've got, you know, that Kentucky connection with 
uh, Bledsoe and Davis. So hopefully that they'll show out, you know, for that big blue nation to see if they're, you know, trying to outdo one another. That would be cool. But my prediction is a bust win. I will say that. I'll put my money where my mouth is and say, you know, I got two smoothies on the bus. All right, two smoothies on the Bucks. I I'll take you up on that. By the way, let's have, let's actually have a friendly wager here. Yeah. Uh, I will ship, I will ship smoothies up to you. So if I lose, if I lose, it's gonna be extremely costly. If you lose, you just gotta give me a gift card, and I'll just walk down the street. Yeah, you know? perfect. All right, sounds perfect. sounds Don't like get a, it on your beard. That's all I say. Sounds like a fair bet. Uh, Ryan, thank you so much for being on the Black and Blue Report today. This is a special True to the Game edition of Black and Blue Report. Uh, good luck with you and um, and your shows in Milwaukee and beyond. You travel yeah, a lot doing sure. comedy. And good luck with the Milwaukee Bucks this year. Pulling for you, except for tomorrow night, of course. Oh, of course, of course. All right, thanks, Chris. want to say big thanks to Ryan for joining us here on the Black and Blue Report. My name is Chris True, doing a special True to the Game takeover of the podcast. We do this every other week where I do some fan-to-fan combat with someone representing an opponent of our New Orleans Pelicans that week. Thank you all so much for listening. If you like the episode, tell a friend. Uh, See you at the game this week, and go Pelicans. Thank you.